98.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DiPietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DiPietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DiPietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to the lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It's New Hampshire primary day. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Gilmore Furniture. Stop by and see them. Gilmore, Post Road in Warwick. Everything is on sale. Up to five years, no interest. They're having the big President's Day sale. Stop in living room sets, recliners, mattresses, double flip mattresses. Gilmore Furniture, right near TF Green Airport. Stop in and see Steve, folks. It's great furniture at great prices. It's Gilmore Furniture. Well, she's in studio with us. It is uh, happens to be one of my siblings, but also Massachusetts communication consultant, Donna Perry. Here we are. We have made it to the New Hampshire primary. Yay, J.D. What a day. What a day. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts time has uh, right. arrived. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the rally and my experience last yeah. night and get yeah. your insight on that. But I want to just start off. Um, what does it tell you? I'm going to ask a couple observations. What does it tell you that former Vice President Joe Biden has already left. He's leaving New Hampshire to go to South Carolina. You know, um, at this point, J.D., for a practical reason, over the next few hours, by the way, as that spills out on Twitter, number one, that could turn off votes he vitally needed. That's right. Maybe to crawl to fourth. So I would say in the more immediate sense of what it means is a very odd, uh, I would say that's an ominous move for his campaign to take off uh like i say especially today everyone can find every find that out in a second if you're a voter and you a lot of people vote after work jd yes. you know you might feel turned off and say oh, yeah. oh we couldn't even wait around to see the results I gave up on it so number, here's a, let me just Matt yeah. Visor, the washington post tweeted out biden amid a shouted question from a tv reporter with a microphone i'm not giving up on new hampshire and don't poke that in my face okay buddy the microphone belonged to WMUR, the signature station in Manchester. <laughs> now, they're going to be running that. I think the Biden foray yeah. into New Hampshire has been just an absolute debacle. And especially with either this type of attitude or yeah. saying that, that whatever that meant, dog face lying, <laughs> pony oh, yeah, soldier, lying pony like what soldier. that is all about. Yeah. He was the front runner last spring. Yeah, and this is a complete disaster. So two things quickly. Uh, number one, to your point, I think the, the campaign staff, uh, vote-wise, they're kind of panicked. I think they don't trust his reaction and sound bites, J.D., as the day yeah. drags on. We know how it goes. They do get the exit polls. It will begin to take shape. I think they don't trust that he maybe, you know, would give, like, very unattractive comments. Uh, and I think it's partly probably his mood and their nervousness about South Carolina. Yes. So, but I also think by leaving yeah. and this making a lot That's of a news, he could end up behind, you know, oh Andrew Yang or something. Yeah, oh my I mean, goodness. I mean, fifth could, I mean, the, the, I don't do, think that's impossible. Don't you agree that this certainly, he, he could end up finishing fifth? Oh, he could I end definitely up finishing think so. fifth right yeah. now. I mean, they, they, they wouldn't be there if they thought it was good. But to be leaving now, and he was leaving before 12 o'clock, yeah. their numbers must be just brutal. Can can he, wh what does this do for the Biden campaign? I mean, it comes down to Nevada is a week from Saturday, Nevada caucus, and then the South Carolina primary is the final Saturday in February. What does this do to the 
the Biden campaign. Well, I, in in more recent days, maybe over the last 24 hours, the bad news is kind of piling up because there's some early um, stuff I've seen showing the black vote in South Carolina, which he has always drawn as his firewall, yep. may not be that enthusiastically no. with him. Yes. Uh, I know we'll get to this. Bloomberg is running that ad. Yeah. That has he's really upstaged him. He shows him with Obama. It's a flattering ad. Um, Bloomberg has certainly got the best that money can buy. These ads, I think, John, are really, really good. They're really strong. The Bloomberg, Bloomberg yep. and so he's showing himself, and it's running heavy in the South Carolina market. So apparently, that is having a, is cutting into a little bit of what again he saw as his firewall. I think they're in trouble. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. It's amazing in just 48 hours after that a debate last week yep. where Amy yes. <laughs> has really, you know, it's like Bernie Buttigieg, Amy yes. at this point. So. And you touched on that, Donna Perry. You said there was still room for Mayor Pete and her to search. We're going to talk about it. But here's the beautiful thing about Twitter in real time. So this is Matt Visor. He's a reporter for The Washington Post. In real time now, 44 seconds ago, he tweeted this. Biden asked about his need to get his campaign going again. Responds, it's not about rebuilding momentum. It's about keeping it going. Well, he lost badly in Iowa. He's about to lose and become fifth in New Hampshire. Momentum keeping it going. He he has no momentum going right now. Yeah, the, it, I think the ground is shifting beneath it them is. as we speak. They know it. Uh, not a good sign to get the, you know, they're almost like, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here before he does more damage. Call someone else a lying dog post pony boy, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about uh, the leader right now, because then we will talk about Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar. Uh, right now, what are your thoughts on, on the Sanders campaign? He 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 basically won Iowa, even though it was a debacle yep, between yep. him and me or Mayor Pete. But I think Sanders, the momentum, uh, the, the furry, he is going to, I think, win and win big tonight in New Hampshire. No, I absolutely think he will. Yeah. And I think for the same reason that he's got the momentum, J.D., is but Bernie, it, it's a double-edged sword going on. With every advancement of his campaign yep. is the nervousness of the DNC yes. and, and the centrists in the party. Um, so I think the momentum is with him. Yes, he's going to win big. It, he is really... The, the Trump version of 2016. Not only is he... Bernie and, Sanders. Yeah. And I think you touched on it in the last hour, John. I think a lot of the pundits and the, the regular national media, they completely have underestimated. Yep. It's not just a guy. It's a movement. It is. A, they are in place in infrastructure in places like Nevada. I think Bernie could end up looking like he's sweeping a lot of Super Tuesday. I yep. think this has been underestimated. It has been. The squad, AOC, yes. jumping around for him at yep. rallies. That seals up places like Nevada. It does. They don't even view him like, oh, this old white guy. He's got the Hispanic energy with her. She's a great surrogate. I'll give her that. She is. And they, they no one else has surrogates like that. Certainly not Biden doesn't. Mayor Pete doesn't. Right. Amy Klobuchar. What they underestimate is this is not just... One guy. It is a movement. Yeah. And I'll go back to 2016. There was this talk that the party's going to, you know, they're not going to give it to Trump. And even at the time, President uh, Donald Trump at the time was saying, you know, I'll, I'll go third party. But the people that were with Trump 
they were not going to veer off and go with Jeb Bush and go with Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or John Kasich or some of the other, quote, you know, the party people they were putting forward. Even you remember Chris Christie got, you know, absolutely uh, annihilated and, and various people like that. Bernie Sanders, this talk that they're going to take the nomination from him and just give it to Mike Bloomberg. No way. I don't buy it. No. It doesn't work that way. You're right. And I think they're about to find out that this myth that is, you know, they play nice. And at the end of the day, they were asked on the debate stage the other night, whoever is the nominee, you'll get behind. You know what? That is BS. It is. He and his people have zero intention or interest to do that john none they will make messy confrontational yes. fights you know on i don't mean you know fights but i mean at that convention yes they're ready to lay down for this thing they you know they i am diametrically opposed they call it a revolution that is not going to play across a lot of america but if anyone thinks they do not see themselves as now the diabolical opposite end of the Trump playbook. And they are running, by the way, the Trump playbook. Yes. He, they're on the outside. Yep. We're with the people. I don't care about, you know, who's the jerk running the DNC. And I would say this. Next few days, as, as you say, we get into Nevada uh, and South Carolina. Just I would look for Bernie's campaign. They will take shots at the DNC. They'll challenge Tom Perez. They're not afraid of doing any of that. And that is a Trump playbook from 2016. Where I... We'll say that it's it's not the Trump playbook, though, is what what Trump did was really played to the core of how a lot of people feel, which is, you know, make America great again. The American flags, the chant of USA with Bernie Sanders. And I was playing the sound of AOC. That is John Lennon revolution. That is power to the people. They are actually when you see the Bernie Sanders, there are no American flags. No, no, they where where I think they fall short. I I agree about being the outsider with strategy, the strategy of that. But where I think it really falls short and some of the people, whether it's Hillary Clinton or others or even Mayor Peter saying there are people who want to improve the system. But Bernie Sanders, AOC, the squad, their people, they, they want to destroy the system. They don't want to improve the United States. They don't even like capitalism. Right. Now, what did you think on Friday night? And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro in studio with me. It's Donna Perry. There it was. It's the Friday night debate. And to their credit, credit the, the uh, moderator asks, who here would have a problem with socialism? And the only one that raised her hand was Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar. And what is that? I, what does that tell I, you? I yeah. mean, number one, they're fearful of Sanders. Number two. She got a huge bounce out of that debate, and and also she's the only one to raise her hand and say, I, "I'm not in favor of socialism." That's exactly right, and and I thought of that uh, also. I mean, I think that shows you, as you say, they're afraid of his backers. Yeah, even a guy like Biden, who we know doesn't agree with that, he didn't even take the bait on that. Uh, you know, Warren was not going to take the bait, and I think that says so much about, I think, to their fault. Of where the Democratic Party is, yes. that they could have someone who, over the years, let's face it, Bernie really wasn't even with the Democratic Party. He's not, That's no. been misreported. That's right. He really, you know, he was this oddball socialist from Vermont. He was yep. like a footnote JD for decades, yes. by the way. Yep. So I think the fact that it's gone that far, but that also explains. There are a lot of voters there. That's why Amy is surging today, because there's people looking desperately. If you're a centrist Democrat, they're looking for that centrist lane. Biden 
with the oddball comments. He's exhausted. He looks every bit of a person who's near 80. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just not going to happen. No. Uh, And and you're right that the fact that they've taken it that far left, um, people who know the game, by the way, there is someone who's been the loudest about this is the pundit, you know, the strategist, James Carville. That's right. Uh, he got out there, I guess, on Morning Joe. Yes. He is so mad they at are. his party. And he is saying you are up against uh, possibly the most powerful politician that we've seen in a century in Donald Trump. And this is what you're fielding. And Carville's like yelling at them. He's saying, you know, people don't want to have an ideology debate like in a cafe in Cambridge. And you're going to sell that across the country. Once you get out of the Northeast, this thing of um, you're talking about we're going to transform this country. That's Bernie's other line. It is. That's his quiet phrase for a revolution does not play this is not soviet union it just doesn't he says denmark i mean the two people you're exactly right that have been and i and i also noticed that the panel almost seems thrown sometimes chris matthews or whether it was james carville chris hayes was like startled yeah they're saying this guy is hijacking the party right this is not you know and we and chris matthews was saying i don't know what he stands for someone should ask him what do you think of fidel castro yes chris matthews was trying to say he's not being vetted and then Chris uh, Chris Hayes, who looks like Rachel Maddow, was saying, well, I don't think he would be. Well, you don't know that. Have you asked him what he thinks of That's Fidel Castro? That's because people like Chris Hayes and Rachel, they kind of traffic in a lot of they his language, They do traffic language, in a John. lot of that. They do. And, and I they, think they don't want to ask him that. Because they partly you know? believe it. They do. You know, yeah. they believe a lot of this stuff. And so, but, and so I would say what Carvel has been saying is, you know what? You guys invented this Frankenstein. Yes. And, and or I would say that. They, they are getting what they invented. Yep. They've gone so far left and all of this language and anyone who is successful and John Bernie has Vilifying talked billionaires. Well he's talked and about a, criminalizing yes, that's right. Corporate executives, yes. by the way, yeah. of like gas and oil companies, yeah. fossil fuels. Yeah. I mean that's crazy talk. It is. But yep. you know and Elizabeth Warren was firing the shots. Let yeah. me play for you. This was Joe Biden though this morning on uh, Morning Joe. I just want to play this. People are not going to vote for socialism, he says. Do you agree with that, that if Bernie Sanders is the nominee, Democrats will lose? I refuse to suggest any Democrat can lose. I think, uh, you know, we could run Mickey Mouse against this president and have a shot. Um, Wow. You know, and that is that is that is Biden. We could run Mickey Mouse against Trump in um, in in. You know, and they would not lose, and and the president would lose. That is so far off base. Which As someone it, yeah. that last night, the enthusiasm. You know how difficult it is from your career in politics, trying to organize people, get people at a fundraiser, get people at a gathering. You're talking about people sleeping outside. Uh, <clears throat> they are outside more than 24 hours in advance. I saw it for myself. There were thousands of people outside. They have big screens set yep, up for them and right. everything. The Trump support is building it's not getting less you know you and i are big music fans you know there's one time when we'd see an act and they'd come and play the civic center and then a few years later they come through and they play the p-pack and then a few years later they come through and they play lupos in the living room the career's going down the trump rallies are getting bigger it's an event when you're there and i was looking around and it is loud and you go to facebook live and i mean it's it is like a concert but there's more than that. Those people 
are engaged. They can't wait to vote. And, absolutely. And Team Trump, uh, Donna Perry, they are there. They're taking down all their information. Yes. They get out the vote. What they don't realize is these rallies, they are filled with Trump people outside. What is your name? What is your email? Yeah. Where do you live? How old? Building the database. All of this stuff. He's going to. Uh, the, the the support for him on this New Hampshire primary. Touch on Amy Klobuchar, though, because that is interesting that she had a big debate. Um, she does fill a lane, so to speak, but she got a big fundraising boost. I thought she was good on the stage. She is from the Rust Belt with Minnesota, and she could find herself third tonight. I think she will surge up into third. A couple things I will say about her strengths. Um, she, unlike Buttigieg, can come off not scripted and i think people like her yes you know she's she's a much more likable female i think i can say this than warren ever could be yeah warren does sound like she's sometimes teaching a class at harvard and with all the left leanings that go with that um i think boot um i think amy has strength she's peaking Maybe at the right time, but she does not, just to go forward, John, she doesn't have the money or the infrastructure. No. Um, however, however, there have been people who've come out of the New Hampshire primary peaking like that, and it can take off, especially when the party looks like they're in a kind of a search moment. I want to just quickly touch right. on when you mentioned, and you covered all of it, you were there last night, J.D. I've said this before, when you hear Biden make a comment like that, that shows why if they're going to lose yes. for them to they have consistently missed the point. Yeah, that's what Carville's been saying. He, he's almost saying to them, are you familiar with the American public? Yeah, I mean, where Trump is right on it. And, and he has an un they have underestimated Trump's uncanny political instincts for getting the optics J.D., in this day and age, when people live off visuals they're seeing on their phone, see how he plays that out. There goes Air Force One. Now they've touched down. There's the thousands, 12,000 at the rally, um, the signs, the speakers. He's coming in the motorcade. He's so conscious of television. He is. And it also plays on your phone of the split screen thing. And I, you know, he's also very conscious, J.D., when he's in a place like New Hampshire, very, very good at strong at this. He gets the strength of, let's say, the Boston TV market. And because I live in Mass, they were running like minute by minute yep. split screen. They're doing regular news. He gets television. There's the bubble. And they're showing there's Air Force One. He's yep. taken off. He's, you know, he just totally has is just so on top of, of where they're understanding the excitement he's brought, the sense of we want to be part of this, which is so critical to his base. And he also, you saw it in the State of the Union last Tuesday night where everything had a beginning and an end, much like television. Here's the little girl. She wants yep. to go to a school. Guess what? Here's the scholarship. Uh, in television, you set up the conflict, and then you have the resolution of the conflict. Here's the young family, the mother, the husband's away serving our country, suddenly comes down the aisle. Here's Rush Limbaugh, let's honor him. Here's the Medal of Freedom. Very true. Here's the young man who wants to join Space Force. Here's his grandfather or great-grandfather who's 100 years old. They, they, they were dumbfounded. And then what was the lasting image? Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech. <laughs> right. It's a bad look. But, you know, I just want to touch on... That also, I think, shows the problem 
of why Biden is going to finish fifth and I in the New Hampshire tonight did so poorly. To make a statement, I think Mickey Mouse could beat this president. Clearly, he's not listening to the pundits. They're not watching the polls. He's not seeing the turnouts. If that is his attitude, that doesn't show any urgency. It doesn't get people rallying. It doesn't get people to the polls. It doesn't get them to give money. If that is the way he truly viewed this, then that's why they are dead in the water. And I think after I think he is dead in the water. The Biden campaign. He's the ground has shifted away away from him. JD, I think this is going to go very badly. Like I say, uh, guys long in the game, Matthews and Carville have said you're in the fight of your life against trump that's and right. if you're if you don't appreciate that that's what they're saying it's like guys you're not going to make it touch on and again folks good afternoon it's shonda peter institute with me massachusetts communication consultant donna perry touch on mayor pete he is you had also said two people you said to watch that could surge you had predicted amy klobuchar she has i mean for her she's doing she is outlasted the pack but also, uh, Mayor Pete, former mayor of South Bend, Indiana, certainly uh, Bernie Sanders has been attacking him with the billionaires. Uh, he's been mixing it up with Sanders a little bit. I, I just I find him he's very robotic. I don't think he says anything. When I see the interviews, they have to, like, pull it out of him. I was playing the clip. Chris Wallace had to basically pull out of him. He wants to legalize heroin and meth and hard oh, drugs. Yeah, yeah. I um. But what what do you what is his appeal? Why is he going to finish second tonight? Well, in well New Hampshire? you're right. He he besides the ridiculous and and very uh, disturbing policies that yeah. a lot of them are now it's being revealed where they're going with the whole uh, you know war on drugs thing. Um he does come across almost I thought of that during that debate. He's like a public speaker he more is. than he's like yeah. a living breathing candidate. I think it's taken him far yes. when he gets in front of people. He's um, like a machine. But he's yeah. he's polished. He's the, he reminds you we've all had someone in our lives that we worked for once. They were always the executive type JD. They are always careful, careful, careful not to offend anyone at the conference table, you know, even if they're not seeing the elephant in the room. I think he's that kind of a guy. He is. But in this dynamic and crazy race, because of the polished stage skills, he doesn't, like, scare people like maybe some of the Bernie language does. Uh, There was an interesting moment, though, I want to say quickly. Morning Joe, um, Scarborough broke the ice a little bit on what I think is the elephant in the room about his candidacy. Uh, I don't know if you caught that or if it's been tweeted about Scarborough. And again, like you say, these panels, they're very quiet because he was sort of breaking out of the box about essentially saying you're a gay man, you have a gay husband, you have children. Um, I don't think Scarborough framed it that way, but he, he sort of danced into that a little bit and saying, you know, um, he was trying to are ask you, are him. Are you touching that? I, I saw a poll or someone was mentioning in New Hampshire, 25 to 30 percent of his supporters didn't know that he was a gay man. Interesting. And and that is something when you watch the rallies, um, the that, husband yeah. is not on stage with them. Um, I don't know. I didn't catch the clip about Scarborough, but it does seem that they they are almost trying to downplay it a little yeah. bit. And then, it, you know, there was also a clip on Twitter of this woman like, oh, 
I didn't know that. He's gay. Oh, and, and you hate to say it, but see, I think we both, that shouldn't be a reason to vote for someone, and it shouldn't be a reason not to vote for Correct. someone. Correct. However, there are some people that, number one, that's what makes him different and they love it. There are some people, wouldn't this be great, the first gay president? Right. And then you have these other people into the South and different places like, oh, wow, I didn't realize he's gay. Um, what was the Scarborough Exchange? I didn't so catch that. He did venture into it a little he bit. Did. And he, it's the first I've seen, like I say, and notably the other media are almost like not referencing it, yep. which I think is uh, editorial on their part. It is. You know what? He is who he is, and it's not your job as a journalist to hide that no. or to downplay it. Right. Um, you know, and I Scarborough. Just, he, I just want to follow up on this just for a moment because when he came to town, he was in town a couple weeks ago in Providence. And I went after Channel 10 at a photo and it's him and the husband on stage and they have the hands up like in the like the victory thing and channel jatenja said mayor pete Buttigieg in providence last night now if that was jill biden it would have been jill biden identified That's if that right. was a, a melania it would have been that it would have been identified and it was as if it's just this unidentified man on stage yeah with you them. called and that I, out I did. you were and I right did. it was almost like we don't want to say that's his husband on stage but that is his husband on stage yeah no i and, think and it's, you know it's never the media to just have they're always if there's a shot they identify who's in the shot right so there's governor amundo and first gentleman andy moffitt on stage there is joe biden jill biden there's mayor pete and an unidentified man on stage, it was the husband. Yeah. So very, you're right. I think it is editorial. Well, I think it is. And and so Scarborough sort of was yeah. trying to say to him, uh, this is a big debate in, in the party. If there are people who, as a Democrat on economic issues, agree with you, there are people who may have conservative social views. Are they welcome in, like, oh, your wow. world yes. and your kind of campaign? Now, he seemed... For again, for a very cautious candidate, he seemed for a second thrown huh. by it. You, you, and again, there it's almost like no one's like playing it or replaying it because yes. they're trying to like like Scarborough stepped out of the box, like they're not supposed to go there. And he very carefully wedded in uh, comments about saying, "Well, you know, over recent years in marriage, he called it marriage equality. He didn't say like my gay marriage, um, you know, I think is widely accepted." Which, by the way, he could have said. He didn't even say that. He talked about it as an issue, J.D., which oh. is, to your point, he made it like very policy-ish. And he said, well, marriage equality. And Scarborough pressed him further, and he said, there's a thing that hangs on the Democratic Party if someone is a... Um, a centrist Democrat, but for instance, they're a pro-life person. Can a pro-life person have any place yes. in the Democratic Party? And I give Scarborough credit. He pressed him on those two things wow. because there is a profile of people like that. But Bernie Sanders... And uh, he danced on it. He danced Bernie it. Sanders said, you cannot be part of his movement if you are pro-life. Right. He came out and said it. They want to say you can't be a Democrat. And be that's, we'll see that's and Buttigieg yeah. to finish up. He did then seize on the moment to say, well, what makes me different from Bernie is uh, kind of like saying I don't have such a big litmus test. And that's what Bernie's putting out there. OK, I thought it was interesting. It I think, by the way, and again, the press, there's a lot of dispute about this, that there are segments of the party, including African-American, maybe men. In some states, yes. that he's not going to really resonate with them, that's and right. they try to get away from that they narrative. Do. But JD, that's they a do. real. It is narrative. real, and they 
they don't and part of the thing they're getting and they're trying to get to the handle bottom of is the fact that um Buttigieg, as you know mayor pete he's doing terrible in south carolina and you go to his rallies and there are not a lot of people of color there and they've been trying to beef that up but you're exactly right on this week at stephanopolis they, some of the people in the panel say, how dare you? I can't believe you'd even say something like that. It was Mayor Pete's own people that were showing in their polling like that. Right, now, right. And again, touch on how do you think uh, Mayor Pete does tonight in New Hampshire? So I think based on um, polls that we're seeing, I think it's Bernie and he might n- be neck and neck. Um, I think he's had a late surge. I think Bernie, though, might be a little better than neck and neck. I, yeah. I think Bernie is not going to be. There was early polls that that showed Bernie up by even eight points. Yes, I think that Buttigieg's camp is kind of closing that in a little bit. But I think it's Bernie, Buttigieg, Amy. Yeah, is how it how will that? roll out. And there how are about the Warren campaign. Well, there Donna are Perry. She's going to finish. I would four. agree with. Um, wow. I think the Democratic guy from New Hampshire, Joe Trippy, was yeah. saying this morning. Wow. He said, "I think this does it in for the for Warren Elizabeth campaign." Warren. Yeah. Let me just to finish this up. I want to play. This is Bernie Sanders saying. There's no such thing as being a pro-choice. Uh, no, it's essential to be a pro-choice Democrat. Let me just um, play this for you because he was asked about it. An absolutely essential part of being a Democrat. If you're asking me, if you're asking me, and, and I think I may be wrong on this. I think in the Senate, probably 95 percent of the Democrats. You know, that is um. When you think of Bob Wiegand at one point and then also Congressman Jim Langevin, there used to be a thing such as being a, a pro-life Democrat. Yeah. And they've taken that away. Touch on, um, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. They want to be your oil company. Call them today, 401 521 Henry Oil and online at henryoil.com. They have full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, automatic delivery, budget plans, Henry Oil. What do you think right now of the Bloomberg campaign? Now, right now, what is floating out there is these comments he was making about stop and frisk. He was taking a pummeling. His numbers are going up as far as just, you know, and Andrea Mitchell was touching on this. Just a, a lot of these polls happen to be the Q factor, which is people are recognizing the name because he's pouring so much money into those states. But, you know, he comes to Rhode Island. Uh, that was, by the way, a last-minute thing they put together. I saw you on Lively. Hummel's wrong on that. I'll say it, not you. But that was... I heard well, you knocking me in yeah, Hummel. Well, no, I wasn't. I wasn't knocking. It's not knocking, but Hummel said yeah. you got it. And I'll say, I would say this to him, but he was saying, you know, these things happen weeks in advance. That didn't. I know people that were there. They were called the night before. Okay, They yeah. were asked to go to be there because then she waited. Governor Mundo, very strategic. She waited to see how Iowa came out. When she saw that the Biden campaign is basically over, there's no, she's not with Mayor Pete. She's certainly not with Bernie Sanders. She's knocking him. She surveyed the field and then said, right now, I'm going to be the first and jumped in with a blue. Yeah, I thought she was strategic. And very strategic. It was last minute, though, that she decided to do that. And that's why they only had the Ramundo people called everyone they knew. I knew some people that were like, we need you there just for an hour. Yeah, he's coming through. They had 150 people there. That's the big turnout they can get. But Bloomberg, as much as he is spending money and he's seen as like, you know, he's the one to stop. Bernie, and then eventually couldn't stop Trump. I, I want to wait and see how this plays out on Super Tuesday, because as I was saying earlier, when you listen the way I do, Michael Moore, the squad, Bernie Sanders himself, they're, 
never going to be with Mike Bloomberg. Never. No, they're not. Uh, the one thing I want to say, though, that makes the Democratic process a little different from the Republicans, and I think this is an important point, quickly, J.D., about how they do this in their primaries. Republicans have the winner-take-all system. Very yes. important distinction. The Democrats do not. So here's what that means. When you get into these bigger states happening on Super Tuesday, and I yep. think this is part of Bloomberg's calculation with the huge $300 million TV ad buy. After tonight, what is not in Bernie's favor is for the field to clear out quickly. Because yep. here's why. I think, as you say, Bernie, the squad, some of the radical stuff, yeah. legalized heroin. Okay. Bernie, in a much more singular contrast with a guy like Bloomberg, when you do, if he can capture that central, you know, space, I think that begins to give... Just a little more of really looking at what Bernie is selling and who's he and who really is going to be buying it. And and again, because of their system, if Warren pa packs it in within the next two weeks and they can make that decision, um, people like Yang. I mean, Andrew's been great, but you know what are you still doing in the race? Steyer, that's going to matter. Now Steyer can go as long as he wants. He's a billionaire also. Um, and then with Amy doing her Amy Lane, I just think, as you say, Bloomberg, his rise, though it's mostly due to this, like, huge ad campaign. People see him everywhere. However, um, what you haven't seen is Bernie really, John, has only been in a contrast little competition with people like Biden, weak campaign, uh, Elizabeth, kind of similar messaging, so I just think that is where you might begin to see the contours of what is really the general election. If you have other people falling away quickly, and I think you will, then the media will also have to get really, really talking to Bernie and saying, well, let's break open the book here, what you're really trying to sell the public. And I, I just saying that I think it's not a slam dunk for them to roll through all these states, especially Bloomberg him. Bloomberg's going to have problems. He I is. mean, let me just touch on Megan McKean and the view was talking to Amy Klobuchar. Do you think there's room for pro-life Democrats to vote for Klobuchar? I'm strongly pro-choice. I always been, but we're a big tent party. We need to bring people in. That is polar opposite of what Bernie Sanders is saying. That's you know? right. But I want to go back to, you know, all I hear about Bloomberg, when you go back to 2016, Trump, yes, he had money. Yes, he was firing the debates. Yes, he was just bulldozing people over when they started with 19 people. But the biggest thing he had, uh, and as someone that followed it, was he had ideas that no one else was talking about. Whether people like it or not, make America great again was an idea for people, right? right? And it appealed to your inner patriotism. Building the wall, the first candidate to really address illegal immigration. And then he also was talking about getting ripped off by China with trade with Bloomberg. I don't hear any ideas. The only thing I hear is how much money the guy has, right? And I just don't – is that enough to rally people to his side in order to, quote, stop Donald Trump? I, I just don't see it happening. That, well, that's a, that's a great, great point because there's three words that are always coming out of anyone talking about him, billionaire Mike Bloomberg. Um, and, you know, we know Trump 
is in that category, but it was never that. Donald Trump was like this yep. kind of known entity in American he life. Was, yes. Um, I think his uncanny ability as kind of a more New York street fighter kind of guy. Um, there are parts of the male vote who who kind of like that he can be, you know, drop a swear word and, you know, okay, three wives. I mean, a guy, he's, you know, will say, I've not been a perfect guy. Um, I think there are men that kind of relate to that and, and et cetera. I think. And the non-politician. Yes. Bloomberg was the mayor. Now, here's some quotes right now in real time coming out of New Hampshire. A staffer in a rival campaign talking about Biden and Warren. Ready for this? They both take it on the stench of death. Oh and the headline God. is, can they make it out of New Hampshire alive? You know, the oh other no. campaigns, they immediately want to start to get yeah. those people, yeah. right? right? Where do the Elizabeth Warren, Donna Perry, where do those supporters go? You know, it's funny you say that because you would think on paper that they would go to Team Bernie. Yeah, but, I, I don't know about but that. I don't know about that, too, yeah. because I think there's a uh, there's the women core, yes. which is a big part of her base, didn't like Bernie's tactics. They feel that they believe, you know, when she said that whole thing about Bernie said a woman can't win. And then they had that really crazy moment off mic that was on mic on the debate stage. Yes, <laughs> she said, you right. just called me a liar yeah. on national TV. Yeah. So, you know, um, what ends up happening is if those people don't go over to him, um, where her people go, where do the Biden people go? Yeah. Um, and again, Matt Pfizer, Washington Post, Joe Biden to reporters two days ago. If you notice, I'm still winning nationally and you guys keep forgetting that part. OK, Sanders has now overtaken Biden nationally in a new poll. Sanders, 25, Biden, 17. Oh Biden my, is down yeah. nine. You know, I agree with you. What does it also tell you that Governor Amundo, who came in on first female governor, right? Issues the contest for young girls in school. Governor for the day. An essay contest only for young girls. Jumps fully on board with Hillary Clinton. Summons the journal reporter to her home to watch the results. November 2016 of Governor Mundo and her daughter Cece. History watching the first female elected president. Now, fast forward 2020. You have Elizabeth Warren in the race. You have Amy Klobuchar in the race. And Raimundo goes with Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> Right. Well, I so think, much for supporting the women ticket. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it it and again, women are not a monolithic vote. That's no. why uh, something that um, I've talked about is you have. the female. Well, but the female Trump voter is often under reported yes. on. They are really, really a big part of the base, John. There is this myth about the base is like, oh, angry, you know, white guys. That is just such a myth. That's not it. Uh, he also has substantial support in the African-American community. Yep. Um, to your point about saying, you know, suburban women, look, immigration control and getting rid of the dysfunction, that doesn't make you a racist and all these nasty words that get, you know, there's a yep. lot of... Regular women, professional women, suburban women raising families, they would like to see a little more order in our country. And they and they don't want people running around. If they're illegal, they're accused of a crime and they're, you know, you got judges helping them escape courthouses. We've had a, you know, it was a prominent incident in Boston on that. So I, I just think that um, they're the, wom the woman vote is kind of up 
for grabs. And as you say, you're going to see females move to where they think their issues are represented. I don't think the mass of women just say, oh, it's a woman. I, I go with her. And, you know, Hillary is kind of proof of that. Yeah. Yes. How about Klobuchar again on The View goes after Mike Bloomberg. I don't think people look at the guy in the White House and say, oh, I want someone richer. Yeah, I've seen her say Now, that. what does that tell you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really want to see. Let's, let's talk about, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro in studio with me. It's Donna Perry, Massachusetts communication consultant. Before we let you go, let's just recap. What happens tonight? Uh, you know what else is, is just, it, 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 it's sad sometimes the way a political career can come to an end. But, boy, Massachusetts former Governor Deval Patrick, he was had all bets on New Hampshire. Yeah. He's polling below 1%. Yeah. So, tonight, let's just, I think we both agree, it should be. Bernie with a big win, and what could be big for him tonight is he could have a three in front of his number, and everyone else has a one in front of their number. Bernie first. That's huge. Mayor Pete, two. Amy Klobuchar, three. Warren, four. Biden, five. What does this mean for those three? And what does it mean for those at the bottom, the bottom two? No, I think you've got the numbers right. Yeah. I, I think Amy may clip a little closer to the heels of Buttigieg wow. before the day Imagine is out. Second place finish. Yeah, wow. I, I do. I mean, uh, not second, but maybe oh. where it would look like right close. Okay, and she can get bragging rights yes. on that. Um, I think the optics coming out of New Hampshire with his 11 a.m. plane out. Huh. <laughs> Goodness. You know, I and I think this does it in for the Warren campaign. They're it not going to say that. You know how yeah. this goes. They need a couple of days to sort of, you know, but um, there's no question. I, she it's I mean, it's just didn't work out. Like, I just think it did not work out for Warren for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Um, I think she just flopped around of where she's really with her message. Bernie definitely has the inflexible message. I he will does. give him that. Non-negotiable demands. Yes. That's the way they operate. Yep. So, but I want to come back to, and we obviously have time ahead to talk about it, but what does this mean for, they then have the Nevada caucus, and then they have South Carolina, and then you have March 3rd, Mike Bloomberg, Super Tuesday. I, I think that is the real showdown. And for people that think, that Sanders is going to step aside in Milwaukee this summer. No way. And they're going to allow Bloomberg to take the nomination. I don't see it with this crowd. Here's what I think is a calculation, though, by the DNC. And that's why um, already Bernie's making noise about that they're allowing Bloomberg. It was just based on polling on the next big debate. Yes. Okay. So uh, I would say this also, J.D. The Democratic Party would desperately, and I think this is a pipe dream, they would love to overtake the U.S. Senate. So here's where Bloomberg factors into that. If you're them and the unlimited wallet of the guys, and he is has the momentum and they feel he's moving toward that, they know he can throw money at local Senate races. And if you're Tom Perez, you're under fire. First of all, Iowa was a debacle. Tom Perez needs to deliver also in the congressional races. That's right. Um, I don't see them. Now, obviously, behind the scenes, Team Trump and the Republicans, J.D., would love to dethrone Nancy. Yes. Now, not sure where wow. that, if there's a race in there, but I think that would be probably as a high priority privately of Trump's. He detests her. He detests that she led this thing That's that right. he's got the, you know, um, so uh, the impeachment 
unfortunately, will always be the asterisk. What do you think of him. her ripping up her ripping up his speech? You know, I I think despite what people, I don't think it was spontaneous. I think that was a little bit. I think they talked about that, and you're going to see that in ads again for. Some of her caucus and the yeah. women in white, which I think at this oh, point that looks God, foolish. They look does. like nurses <laughs> or something. They it's, do. The whole it's like thing. enough with that. And I, I'm not sure that was not pre-planned for yeah. the optics of a TV screenshot. Yeah. I don't know. I think it looked bad, though. It oh, I not, totally think it was And as someone bad. we both, listen, she, as, as, um, as um, when we had the guest on Matt Halpern said, she is a really smart woman. It's not easy to keep everyone in line. I, I think also, you know, she she's dealing with the civil war on a daily basis, which is the squad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Cicilline goes with them. They're pushing impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. And it, and it failed. And then you have the president with acquittal. And I can tell you last night, the place erupts when he talks about it. She, to her gut, knew it was a mistake to go after. Him. Right. And I think she regrets caving to the pressure of that crowd. But that's the problem it's, with that crowd. <laughs> it, well, it's playing out, to be fair, to everything she projected that's right she said in a lot of uh very you know public interviews and said yeah. i'm afraid he would use it to his advantage yes and they kind of had a weak case so um her ripping up the speech i just think it, it was really not it was like a not a classy move he didn't shake her hand well they've been impeaching the guy you know so right. he can it's understand also a dispute i was talking to a trump person last night and we're going to talk to mark uh Matt Schlapp coming up at 1 o'clock with the Trump campaign. But they, they just claim he didn't see her. And if you watch, he also didn't shake the hand of Vice President Mike Pence. He was in the moment. Yeah. He was getting set to deliver. And it wasn't a snub. I mean, there, there could be sometimes. there was a, Seinfeld did the episode at the funeral of, like, the snub. <laughs> right. um, but, but this was, I think if you watch the video... I think it could have just been he he literally just didn't see her. It's he a chaotic moment. That. It is a chaotic moment. You're the moment. president. You're she making took sure. it that way that it was yeah. a snub. But I think her tearing it up, that, that is just a bad look all the way well, around. Well, he was looking. And to be fair to the guy, you're, you're looking. Is the teleprompter got the speech in there right? The whole thing. You know, People there's a lot no of optics idea. going on. They have there no are. idea. Yeah. Um, finally, any other uh, final thoughts about Super Tuesday or the race? So, I mean, I just think that, as you say, right now... Bernie appears that he can't be stopped. No. I will agree with that. Um, he's and, stronger than he was four years ago. Oh, absolutely. Right? He's stronger. The momentum is bigger. The campaign never really ended. And what makes them different to me is that this, they are, Friday night, you had, uh, you had Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren throwing bombs at billionaires. You know, you talk about last summer and into the fall, Elizabeth Warren was at her peak. She was riding high, and then you had um, Leon and various billionaires started to speak out, and they started to scrutinize her, and that's when her numbers really started to fall. And yeah. she started to be questioned about the whole thing of Medicare for All and everything else. I, I think the same thing is going to happen. It just hasn't happened with him yet. And I think Buttigieg, if he wants to have any staying power, he, they're going to have to learn to take the gloves off a little more. Yeah. I mean, him just saying, oh, Bernie's inflexible, that's yep. not No, uh, but maybe it's not in fight. him, Donna Perry. That's you know? right. So, all right, tonight should be fascinating. Should Great be. job. Folks, I want to remind Great. you, Gilmore Furniture, uh, they're open. They're waiting for you. Stop it and see them. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road and Warwick, tremendous selection of living rooms, recliners, mattresses and it's the double-sided mattresses you get twice the life gilmore furniture 737-0100 stop in and see steve they have the best service american-made furniture and this month for president's day up to five years no interest plus free delivery 
Everything is on sale at Gilmore Furniture, right off Route 37, down the street from TF Green Airport on Post Road in Warwick. Stop in and see Steve. Wait to see the selection of recliners they have in living room sets at Gilmore Furniture. It's John DePietro. We have a big member of the Trump campaign that's going to join me to start off next hour. 766-1380. A lot more ahead on this Super Tuesday. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember what we say when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096 repairs on all makes and models of appliances. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096. Whether it's your refrigerator or your stove or your washer or your dryer or your dishwasher or your microwave oven, I've had a number of my appliances go. And what do I do? Do I just go out and buy a brand new appliance? No, get them fixed. Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096. Owner owner and operated. Ryan, he's out on every call. Senior citizens discounts are available. Saturday appointments and all work are available. And also all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. Remember what we say. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Hey, listen, you need workers. You don't have the time to find them. You can rely on MEGA professionals. Call them today for your business. Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, how about weekend workers or local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home type drivers, class AB, non-CDL, Do you need warehouse workers or mechanics or skilled workers or labor or office professionals or even workers in the healthcare profession? Call MEGA Professionals today. 508-336-7801-508-336-7801 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, Professionals. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Thank you. 
And we're back on this Super Tuesday. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. Coming up next hour, Match Slap. American conservative with the Trump campaign. He's going to join us to start off the hour. In the meantime, 776-1380, 401-776-1380. You can email me. It's john at dipetro.com, uh, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, john at dipetro.com. Let me uh, read some of the mail. Richard writes about AOC, a dangerous person. Hidden racists along with three clowns, especially Presley from Boston, another hater. You know, if anything, how about... um. Uh, a slim chance the nominee gets elected, we're going to see a civil war. I think Rich is right. Well, it, it's the, the civil war is taking place within the Democrat Party. That's what's happening right now. Because Bernie Sanders, is uh, he is not going to be stopped. And in the latest polls, Bernie Sanders has overtaken Biden nationally. In case you're just getting in the car, again, we have another big hour to go. The New Hampshire cliffhanger. I, I think it tonight it's going to be wild. Biden, Joe Biden has already left. Joe Biden has already left New Hampshire. They could be looking at a fifth place finish. The Biden campaign. Look how fast it goes down. Look how fast the whole thing starts to collapse. It's incredible. Biden last spring when he announced he was the front runner. But for him to say on national television, I think Mickey Mouse could beat this president. That's his problem. If that if he really believes that, then they're not looking at the polls. They're not looking at the fundraising. They're not looking at the crowds coming out. They're not coming. They're not looking. That does that. By the way, that does the Democrat Party no good. That is a foolish statement to make. To think. And in the battleground states, the president is doing very well. It's going to be a tough election. Make no mistake about it. And the states, it's the battle is going to come down to. New Hampshire is in play, but it's going to come down to Minnesota and Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Florida and North Carolina and Texas and Arizona. Those are the states, Ohio, they're going to decide the election. That is a foolish thing to say. Mickey Mouse could beat this president. You know, that, that's why I said the guy that's about to finish fifth tonight. In New Hampshire. So next hour, we have a member of the Trump campaign that's going to join us, plus more of your phone calls. You can email me, john at dipetro.com. Folks, the power hour is next. A lot more ahead on this Super Tuesday right here on the John DePetro Show.